Welcome to the Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. Today we have uh, a Swedish guy named with an American name, Jack Carlson. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scandlux.com. For for you that um, haven't noticed, half of the people on this podcast either has their name Ericsson, Carlson, or Jonsson. So <laughs> welcome, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, uh, first actual junior player to record this podcast so far. Okay. So uh, you are breaking the mold. Um, <laughs> I thought it'd be good to get you on. Of course, your father was on um, the second episode. It was actually the first episode that we released, uh, but it's listed as episode two. And um, and I and I thought it'd be good to have you on, uh, talk a little bit about your journey, because I think your journey is, is a very interesting one, where you started off, and then hockey gymnasium in Sweden, Yep. juniors in Sweden and then making the trip over here to the US and then a uh, pretty exciting journey with the New Jersey Titans in the Nall and then uh, a little bit where you're going next so yeah of course yeah what do you think well yeah it started off in Sweden uh, when I was playing junior hockey there for about I would say those two one and a half two years um, I played for Antuna and then I went to Ferristad. And... So how did you how did you end up in Antuna? Because uh, if I recollect, um, so you you started off in in Lexan's youth hockey organization. Let's exactly. let's go back even that far because I looked at elite prospects. Not a big deal, but a couple of draft picks on your uh, on your uh, U sixteen <laughs> team. Yeah, that was a well. We moved to Lexan because my dad got a uh, job there. He was a hockey director for Lexan, and uh, so yeah, we I played my first youth game with the U fourteen, fourteens, and then uh, played fifteen U and sixteen U after that. And uh, I did not get accepted to Lexan's uh, gymnasium, so I went to Almtuna instead. Okay. And for, for, for those, so that was NIU in Lexand. And I think back then there was only what, two or three that from Lexand that was accepted, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the competition there is, <laughs> it's pretty hard. Well, it's yeah. pretty hard. So well, Emil, Emil, I looked at that list and it was Emil Heinemann, Isaac Rosian yep. on that list. So Both not making that not making that squad is is um is you know well yeah it's hard it's, it was hard to make the election team yeah so i wasn't too upset with that so i just kept working hard and went to almtuna instead and almtuna is in Uppsala, right exactly it's like 35 from minutes from stockholm okay and was that considered a niu yeah it was program as well mm -hmm. yeah so then you go into gymnasium. Um, what was your um, what was your study? Uh, economics. Okay. Economics. And then talk slash, a little slash law. 
slash law. Okay. Talk a little bit about how that makeup was going from U16. How many, so back in U16, how many times a week did you practice then? Uh, so we had, we had practice almost every day. And then I think we had practice in the morning with, with the school Monday and Wednesday as well. Even in U16? Yep. That's a little bit unique. I know. Because, yeah, we were like, the school was like, we had like a program in school. Yeah. It was like a hockey program. So you could play hockey uh, with the school. So it was basically a gymnasium in U16. Yeah. And then going to Antuna, what was the makeup? So you had uh, training in the morning and training in the evening? Yep. And we had workout and uh, then practice in the morning. And then uh, we had another workout and practice in the afternoon. And then and then classes in between. Exactly. So we started we started school like 1030 to like 330 every day. So we practiced before that and then just went back to, to the rink and practice again after school. OK. And that was for so uh, basically 10th, 11th, 12th grade, if you count yeah. it. Um, As a high school, yeah sort of a in-between high school and first-year college, maybe? Yeah, I would say so. So, and then, uh, so did you did you end up graduating uh, gymnasium? I did, in Uppsala. Yeah. In Uppsala. And then? I played two years with the uh, 18s, and then one year with the uh, 20s. With the J20s, in Uppsala? Yep. With Amtuna. And then... So what happens after that? So then it becomes a little bit more serious. Exactly. So after after those three years, you still have another year in junior junior hockey in Sweden. So you have to sign a new con new contract after you graduating uh, from school. Okay. And on two nights, uh, they were in the second league when I played there. So I wanted to try try a new step so uh then uh Ferris uh called me and then they were interested in having me over there instead so, so I just took, uh, took the opportunity and went there instead so I'm looking at uh, elite prospects so that's the year 2021 yep was that covid year that was a covid year well so my last my last year in uh, on tuna we got shut down right before playoffs i think okay so we got shut down in play right before playoffs and then uh, it went back to normal after that summer and then that was that was the summer i went to ferisol okay but but then after half the season in uh, ferisol they shut down the league they shut down the hockey again again because I see on elite prospects only 15 games played exactly uh, versus 30 the year before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so that was right about Christmas time. Yeah. Almost like a month before Christmas. I would say. Okay. So Fariestad, for those who uh, uh, are not familiar with Fariestad, one of the top, well, they won the SHL this past year and yeah. for the elite team, and I would imagine then, so 2021, you played with any of those guys that 
ended up playing on the SHL team this uh, past year? Yeah, his name is uh, Joel. Joel. Last name? Uh, Nyström. Nyström, okay. But that is uh, at the absolute highest level in Sweden. Yeah. And then North American Hockey League, New Jersey Titans. Yeah. Big step. Uh, how did that all happen? Because I know your dad was, uh, or the whole family moved, right? Yeah, my the whole family moved a year before before me, so they they were already here. Okay. So I was in, I was in Sweden by myself the last last year. Okay. And with with the co with COVID and everything, I they were stuck in America and I was stuck in Sweden. So we could we couldn't we could couldn't see each other in a year. So, well, when they shut down the league in Sweden, I was like, all right, what should I do right now? Then we had a Division One in Sweden too. Yeah. But it was a pretty easy move for me because they're all already lived here. Yeah. So how did that work in terms of getting in? Did you did you already have contacts with the North American Hockey League? Or how did you end up in New Jersey? Did you go to a bunch of camps? No, I didn't. Uh, so it was after Christmas break. Uh, well, bef- well, they, they shut down the league in Sweden, right? And yep. right about that time, I was talking to New Jersey Titans a little bit. Because they had connections with uh, my advisor a little bit. So, and they told me I could come and practice for like two weeks, like a tryout. Yep. So I was just, uh, all right, let's do it. So I just moved moved to Maryland with my, uh, where my family was. And New Jersey is about four hours north of Maryland. Uh, so I went there for about a week practice and then um, the coach just told me to be ready for next week and, and play. So, so they signed me for two years after. That. Yeah. So here and another one. Yeah. So uh, I'm interested to your perspective in terms of the level of play and how was the transition going from big ice? Because uh, you're a defenseman. Exactly. So the angles being different and somewhat different rules and 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 level or or before we talk about the level of play, just the style of play. How did that? How was that transition for you? The style of play is a little bit slower, but it's harder. They some a lot of more hitting, a lot of more or less time with the puck. So you had to be had to be ready every every single time you were were on yeah. the ice. And and but did you already know that, or was that kind of the first okay uh, wake up time, the first two weeks of practice, and and uh... well, I kind of knew it a little bit, but it was yeah, like the first practices was like oh my god, yeah, <laughs> pretty hard to play here. But I mean, I, I just think that that's a a, um, a a lot of people in Sweden don't know the level of play that North American Hockey League has, and they think it's. Oh, it's a second tier in in the U.S., but it's so. How do you compare J twenty elite in Sweden versus North American Hockey League in the U.S.? I would say like in between the first and second league in Sweden. Yeah, 
some some something in between because you can't really like <clears throat> well it's hard to like because the rink is way smaller uh all, the rules are a little bit different so i would say like in between uh uh Antuna and Ferristad. and what about the coaching styles yes uh so in <laughs> Basically, in Sweden, you roll with four lines every game. Yeah. And, like, seven defensemen. But they're a little bit more like, yeah, rolling two lines, speed, uh, and then, like, six defensemen. So you have to be on your toes every game. Because if you, if you weren't, you would be scratch. Help yeah. Because we had, like, nine defensemen on their rosters. But only seven of them was in was playing. Okay. And so a like, little bit of pressure. Exactly. So you had to had to work hard every practice to, to play play the games. Yeah. And um so you were able to come in and then so you had a two so so you had two years of eligibility left, which is a little bit different too, because you only had one year of juniors in Sweden. Exactly. So it's uh it's one more year here. Yeah. So you were able to um look at the options of do I try to because I'm sure the last year of, of of Swedish juniors is and of course with COVID if it wasn't for COVID do you think you would have stayed probably yeah but it was the uncertain time uh and then family coming over here but you ended up in a I mean you 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 have to be looking backwards you have to be pretty happy with where you ended up yeah so yeah that was a that was a nice nice move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> so the first year, how um of course we'll we'll get to the second year in in a minute here, but first year how competitive was the team? Our team was pretty good the first year cuz yeah. co with covid uh, a lot of USHL players came to, came down to to Null. Yeah. And like the college like it was, it was a bunch of college players in the Null too because they had to shut down their league. The only league who was still playing in juniors was the North North American Hockey League. Yeah. So the first year, first year was really good. And, we, good. and 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 talk a little bit about the teams that you played and how much travel was involved, and how was that different? So we had, I would say we had Maryland. Yeah. We had the Johnson, Bears. But the, yeah, the Black Bears. Black Bears, yeah. Then we had Johnstown Tomahawks. Well, that's in PA, so it's about three and a half from New Jersey. Yep. And the Black Bears was like three three hours. And then we had uh, Northeast Generals. And they were in Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut, yeah. Yep. That was like four, four hours, four and a half. And then we had Maine, <laughs> Maine Nordiques. Yep. And that was about like oh, nine hours bus, bus ride. Up to up to Maine. Okay, and how does that compare to the teams? Of course, when you play in J twenty national, mm -hmm. what was the furthest you went there? Did you did you play Quelefteo and Lulio and those teams? No, that's in that's only in playoffs. So we okay, played, uh, Bru was pretty close to Karlstad, Ferrisad. Uh, we played. Uh, we didn't we didn't play Lexan. We it was like the most first bus trip, I would say three, four and four hours. Yeah. 
Oh, actually, we played Malmo. Oh, okay. So that's about nine hours, I would say. Okay. We played Malmo. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That was lot. So what was the biggest difference uh, outside the ice for you to make it as a Swedish guy coming over here? Um, oh, you can talk about the uh, food culture. <laughs> it's different. It's a lot of fast food stuff. Yeah, a lot of a lot of meals on the bus. Yeah, but we had a we had a good catering firm we had for for our team, so it's it was pretty decent. Okay. So it was like pasta with like meat sauce. Yeah. American meatballs, not not the Swedish one. <laughs> So it was pretty good. I was, I was pretty happy with the food. Yeah. And then so, did you did you bill it? So did you stay with the family? No, I didn't. They, the New Jersey Titans had a like a hockey house, so they okay. bought they bought a like a big bread 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 and bread and breakfast. Bed and breakfast, yeah. Bed and breakfast, yeah. So it was like it was pretty good. So we were like twenty five people staying at the same house. And the house was actually like two blocks from the beach. So okay. We had a good time. Yeah. So the culture of coming over from Sweden to um to to the US, that must have been a pretty fun year. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, you, and then you got to stay busy with that. Did you end up so did you go to school at all during that time? Or because you've already graduated? Exactly, but you could do some like classes to just make it easier to go to college after. But I didn't do it, and there were also a couple of guys who was twenty one before the year f before the year ended, and they had to do school because of NCAA rules. Okay, but I was um, my birth my birthday is in September, so I didn't didn't have to do it. But you have to be careful there too, and not taking too many classes, right? Exactly. Because if you take too many, you can lose your you can lose a year in in college. Yeah, I think it was only like twelve credits, so that's like three or four classes. Yeah, a year. <laughs> so a little bit of learning curve that you have to be careful with coming over. Yeah, it was it was a lot of a lot of NCAA rules. Yeah, to be careful with. But you had a family advisor when you came over. Yeah. I and did. how was that? What what was the what was his role in terms of not just getting you on a team? Was that kind of the end of that, or? Yeah, that was kind of the end. But he was of of course helping me with like if I was getting traded or if if I wanted to be playing in, in the USHL or whatever. So he was yeah. like looking looking for options. Yeah. After for first year. Yeah. And so the 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 uh, and and how does that compare then the the practice load and game load versus Fariestad if you discount COVID? Uh, so we played a lot more here. A lot more games. A lot more games. We played as a team. I think we played like seventy two games, including playoffs. <laughs> so it's a, it's a lot more. So I would say more practice in Sweden, but you play less games. And I would yep. say it's a little bit less practice here and more games. How did how how did that 
what did you think about that at the time, at the stage in your career? You've already practiced a lot, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, it took a lot from, from your body. Yeah. It was, uh, it was hard for you, buddy. Cause when you played that, that amount of games with, with the, the small rink and uh, you get hit a lot, you have to take really care, good care of your body every, every day. So the and the coaching staff, how does that compare? Fariestal, who's a who's a national team, and I'm sure they had a pretty pretty significant coaching staff with video coaches and goaltender coaches and we, we physio. Had a, we had the same in New Jersey. Okay, it was basically the same. We had video coaches, we had skill coaches, uh, and stuff like that. So we okay. had we had like video probably every day. Okay. Did what did they use? Did they use Instat or Yeah, Instat. So did you get clips of your own uh every after every game? Yep, every game, after every game. Came and, like an email. And and in Fariestad, they didn't use Instat, I would No, they used something else. Oh, I can't Video? remember. I can't remember the name of it. Uh it's probably uh was it Speedio that they I, used? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what most Swedish clubs are using. And but but so you were already educated on how to Yeah, I was I was familiar with, with all the video stuff. Yeah. How did that help you as a player? Well, it helped me a lot because I could I could see every every after every game how how, how I played and Instag actually gives you like points or credit. So you can okay. see, so like an average credit in in the null was like uh, one hundred and sixty five. So you wanted to be like around that number every game, and if you weren't, you probably had to like go with uh, go do some video with the coaches, and they'll just tell you what to do a little bit better next game. What was the what were the f big factors that that affected that turnovers? Turnovers like you. You, all your passes, uh, your hits, your time on the on the ice, could could be whatever. Okay. So did you did you how did that did you know right away where your deficiencies were in a game? Yeah, I I could tell. Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's your it's your game your your the the game you played like yesterday, and then you have all your like average ice time. Average passes, hits, stuff like that. Yeah, so you, could, you could compare every every game. Okay. After. So it was it was pretty nice, and then you can see you could see all your all your all, all your clips on on that game. Okay. Every shift. And then, so let's talk about last year, this last season. Uh, fittingly, you put your hat on. Mm -hmm. Um yep. Not everybody has one of those hats. <laughs> no, it's pretty pretty special. Yeah. And it was interesting because, you know, Yuki and I were kind of talking throughout the year and and then it was fun to kind of watch from the distance of going through the playoffs and then <laughs> see the social media posts of actually winning a national championship at the second highest level Uh in in the u.s um i'm sure it was a grind oh yeah it was a grind <laughs> we had like probably so uh, in playoffs 
Uh, it's uh, first you play a conference semifinal, and then if you win that, that's uh, best of five games. And then you play the final, the final game games after after the semis. So that's another five five game best of five. So the first series we had we won the fifth game at home, and it was a buzzer beater. So we scored with point one seconds left, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this the second the uh, second uh, well we played Jamestown, uh, the final finals of the conference, and we we won it in the fourth game away. Yeah, and then after that you play. You have to go to you had had to go go to Minnesota. Is that in Blaine? In Blaine, yeah. Yeah. And then you play the actually the semifinals, and it's best of three. And then the final the championship game, which is one game. Okay. So we went to five games, then three games, then just one game. So what was the what was the looking backwards? Um, because that was not a COVID year, right? Nope, it wasn't. So you lost all the USHL players, and how many of the players were remaining from the year before? We only had seven or six. Wow. So yeah, it was kind of a rebuild. <laughs> but and... we, we had some uh, we had some pretty good trades in the middle of the season. Okay. We we traded for a goalie after the showcase. So like ten games in the season, we we traded a uh, Takis, our goalie, and then we had and then we traded for two players who who's no, both are O ones, so they they have a lot of experience. Okay. And all and they. Oh, I lost you. You got me? Yep. I'm going to – let me – hold on one second. Let me uh, let me uh, make sure that I don't have other crap that are interfering here. Yep. Okay, I think we're good. Hopefully – I'm just going to cut out the rest. So you were saying you had a lot of um, – you, you made some trades. You had the goalie that came in. Yeah. And a couple of, couple of older older guys. Mm -hmm. yeah so but seven guys so so uh uh how many of those were were so so where, where did they come from if they were traded in were that from other other teams other, teams other conference from our conference and how long how many games did they end up playing with you guys pretty much the whole season then or pretty much but we had one trade before the deadline and we traded a kid named Billy Fetchko, and he played for uh, Shreveport Mudbugs the year before, and they he actually won the championship with with the Mudbugs. Yeah. So he came came in pretty late to just give experience and just let us know how to how to do it. Yeah. That was another big big trade for us. Yeah, and you're the only Swede. I see a um. Uh... 
most of the guys are are Americans. There's a couple of Canadian, three, mm -hmm. four, five, a few Canadians. I'm looking at elite prospects here, and we one Italian a... kid, Hungarian, Hungarian. Yeah, he actually played for the world uh, junior team in Hungary. Six five, six five, two sixteen. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a big boy. Yes, lots of uh Hungarian uh Hungarian U20 team world juniors um I mean I think it's pretty interesting the level of competition uh, uh on that team that's pretty pretty astounding Yeah we had a we had a really good team Um so leading scorer Tommy Bannister Yeah well, well, not scorer, point getter, twenty point, uh, sixty points in fifty five games. Um, he was the he was one of the returners. Yeah, BCHL kid, uh, kid. Yeah, so he came from the BC, and yeah. I don't know if he got traded or not. But yeah, he was a big factor, factor for us to winning the championship. And then uh, I see in here, too, uh, what's this guy's name? Let's talk about these because I think it's interesting. Anthony Calafiori. Yep. Uh, University of Maine commit. And Bannister is committed to Merrimack. Yeah. Uh, had a cup of coffee in the USHL as well. Um, yeah. So interesting stuff. So what made you – so looking back, what – why did you guys win it? What was the de determining factor? I mean, there's really, really good team and really good competition, but there's only one one team that came out with a trophy. I think the biggest factor was to compete in practices. We had a lot of compete because we had a lot of good good guys who played in our team. So it was always compete who who was going to be the top six. For example, who's gonna play, uh, play the power play? Who's gonna be who's gonna be the guy who scores in OT? And I think that was the biggest factor our our competition. And I would say the hockey house too. We came we came so close to each other. So yeah. It was like all right, we have to we have to win it. It's nothing else. Yeah. Well, big congratulations, of course. So, and then season's over and everybody splits apart. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was uh so walk us through a little bit what what happened? Did you go back to Sweden right after that? No. I haven't I haven't been back in Sweden yet. Oh, you haven't? No. We're going back uh August. Okay. August to redo all all our visas. Okay. So I have yeah, to get so, a student visa. Yeah. Yeah, so now what what's uh so um No, I'm I'm, I'm going to Stevenson. It's in Maryland. It's uh, right next to Baltimore. Okay. So it's like 45, 40 minutes from our house here in Maryland. So it was a pretty easy decision. So how did they, how did they, you know, I'm sure that they're, uh, they're pretty happy to get you uh, with a lot of experience coming in on their team. Uh, walk us through that kind of recruitment yeah. phase. Uh, well, yeah, we started to talking 
uh, after after Christmas break this year. And obviously they're D3. Yeah. And I was searching for a D1, of course. Yeah. And so I was just honest with him and said that I'm 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 gonna have to wait till after after playoffs to to accept you guys to to commit to you guys because obviously I want to play D1 and yeah. but with the with the COVID and all that happened over here there's a there's a bunch of new rules of course <laughs> and a lot of because of of the the market of extra years of eligibility exactly so they can play play the fifth year so there's not many many spots left after that yeah so but and still a, and a transfer portal was was a mess cuz usually when you transfer from another school to from your school to another school uh you usually get suspended for a year but not anymore cuz covid happened yeah you so know, lots can, of movement lots of lots of changes and so i'm sure all the all the d1 scouts are looking in the transfer portal to fill their spots and yep. they rather have a 25 year old guy than already yeah. yeah yeah but i mean you get you have to be pretty happy with where you ended up oh of course uh, yeah i'm super happy yeah so how does that now change your mindset going in uh because it's a longer time commitment commitment here of and and how does the kind of the academic aspects you know you've gone from a little bit of a of a of a rock and roll <laughs> lifestyle and now going into a little bit more serious well, and a yeah, little bit well, different focus yeah i'm going back to school and you have to have good grades to play, play the games. Yeah. So you have to have to do do good in school if you, if you want to play hockey. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, you've been been out of the academic game. Do you think it's going to be hard to get back in the in the mindset? No, I don't think so. Okay. A little bit different from gymnasium. Yeah. Well, I still I have experience of playing hockey and doing school. At the same time, so I think I have a I have a good. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good for me to have yeah. that experience from, from the gymnasium. And do you already know what you're gonna study? Yeah, business. I'm doing business. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And so so what's the next? So you're going back in August, and then you're not gonna be able to be home in Sweden that long. When when do you have to be back for classes? August twenty ninth. Okay. Yeah. So I've, I'm going back to Sweden for like 10, 10, 12 days. Okay. Then I'm going back here to skate a little bit, maybe work out and then just back to school. <laughs> so uh, when you say you go home to Sweden, where is home now? That's a good question. <laughs> I know, I know you have uh, furniture in storage in Tibla. Yep. In Lexan. And then we actually have an apartment in Uppsala. Okay. Because I lived, I lived there for three years, so we still have that apartment. We actually uh, rented out to Almtuna. Okay. So we still have that one, and then we have all the family in uh, shopping as well. Yeah. 
So our home is probably still shopping because all, <laughs> all, all our family's there. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. And, um, and we're looking forward to, I think it's going to be fun to kind of keep track of you in college. And it'd be it would be interesting just to have a check in to see how how the acclimatization is to to a new group of players. Do you know any of the other players? Nope, I don't. No. Nope. So everybody's going to be coming in um, freshman orientation and yep. first practice, and uh, I'm sure. How, how many freshmen are coming in? Do you know? uh it's one more defenseman so it's two def it's me and, and another defenseman who played played in black bears okay and then all and then i think it's two other forwards and that's it i think it's only four freshmen it's coming wow up. four or five four or five so what's the chance i mean it's going to be tough for you to make the starting lineup i'm sure yeah um so how does that how does that factor in for you in terms of because you know you're going to be there for a while um you you don't have to feel like you have to get in and start right away no exactly you have four years to prove yourself yeah now it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be fun to kind of um watch and see and see how it goes and um and um follow you in college i think it's going to be be interesting for sure. There's not that many Swedish players that plays collegiate, whether it's ACHA, D3, or D1. Um, uh, and hopefully well, it's it'll be it's more, actually and more. more and more. Because we had, we had like, I don't know how many, but we had a couple of Swedes who played in all this year. Yeah. So it's coming it's coming more and more. It's, it's more popular to to play in the null from, from the Swedish league to, because you have another, you have an extra year here. Yeah, and, and it's <clears throat> I think that that's the challenge. Frankly, it's there's and 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 the re the reason for starting this podcast was nobody knows anything about Swedish junior hockey, and when you only have sometimes just one more year, sometimes two, but you know it's it's tricky to kind of uh, recruit uh, players into. And the competition is so stiff, so it's it's the known versus the unknown. Well, yeah, it's a lot of hockey players over here. There is a lot of hockey players, and 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 the system of, you know, going to camps and trying out, and yeah. you know, it's a big commitment for a Swedish player to come in, um, to try to be a free agent to make a North American Hockey League, and and then the 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 because the the option of if you don't make that squad, then you're playing tier three and they may not have the, the funds to be able to do that. Exactly. So um, it's, it's the pool is very, very small. And I think that that's the um, with technology and with the amount of video, I think that the, and, 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 you know, we want to do what we can to kind of showcase the Swedish players uh, that are wanting to come over to the mm -hmm. U.S. and 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 make it easier for for the U.S. scouts and coaches to kind of know the talents that are over there, yeah. And certainly having uh, a little bit of success and uh, winning a championship for you uh, paves the way for others in the future. Oh, of course, yeah. So, 
All right, Jack, thanks a bunch for jumping on. And again, congratulations on uh, last season and, uh, and excited for the opportunity moving forward. And uh, we'll stay in touch. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care, man. Thank you.